Hey guys, welcome back to another Chain Gang episode 37. We got the Super Bowl this week, Chiefs Eagles. Uh, right off hand, without explanation, who do you guys have going into this week and winning the Super Bowl? Eagles. Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, I think I have the Chiefs as well winning this one. I don't think the Eagles are really going to pan out the way I, the way they want to. Um, but. Um, anyways, we're going to, aside from that, we're going to get into that. Let's, let's talk about la- the week before, not the Pro Bowl, but the uh, championship games. What do you guys think about that? You guys think the 49ers were robbed? Uh, I mean, Eagles definitely deserve the game. They're the better team overall. Uh, I think I said that week I was kind of in the middle, but definitely knocking down, uh, going down to your fourth string quarterback. Christian McCaffrey even played a little bit, so it, it kind of it was tough for them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the Eagles did show up. Um, the the 49ers looked okay in the in the start. It's hard to say whether if they were healthy, the game would have went any different. The Eagles did put up 31 um, on a great defense that the 49ers had, so I think they performed okay. Their offense wasn't perfect. Um, but it wasn't hard to beat that 49ers team when they were beat up. But I think, I think it was the a Eagles big probably would have prevailed. Yeah, it was the momentum that really killed them. But, I mean, um, if you look at it, you're like, man, my four-string quarterback is in. There is no hope. You're watching that guy in practice. You're probably like, I hope this guy doesn't play. Josh right, Johnson's right. been around the league for probably as long as Tom Brady, and he's been mm-hmm. on every team in the, in the league. So I would have been pretty right. upset too. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think that was really demoralizing for them. I think they everybody was hyped on Brock Purdy and his performance, and he sadly went out with an injury. And you know, I, I don't really blame him. You know, if injuries are a part of the game, and I think that I think the Forty ers definitely could have make it could have made it interesting. Um, I do think kind of the the weak offensive play really hurt the Forty ers defense because if you can't get them off or keep them off the field, then you're really going to struggle late in games. And that's exactly what happened. The Eagles just ended up steamrolling them near the end. There's really nothing the 49ers could do. So um, I do feel like it could have been close. I'm not saying the 49ers really won. I picked the 49ers to win. But um, if it was a healthy quarterback, healthy Brock Purdy versus the Eagles, then I really would have guessed that the 49ers would have won. They've been pretty unstoppable the last couple weeks versus teams. So – Anyways, what about the Chiefs' performance against the Bengals? What do you guys think about that one? Man, I knew uh, Kansas City was going to pull through with that. Um, I think I was on the phone with you guys in the fourth quarter when it was like the fourth, third, and nine. I was like, man, it, are you guys ahead or what's going on? Did I pause it on right. accident? And then <laughs> it, it was definitely – it was a really good game. Um, hard to see their corner go down. Uh, so that might be a factor in this game coming up. but. It was a good game. I think Kansas City played really well. Cincinnati has a lot to kind of probably swallow. They talked a lot of smack leading up to maybe next year they'll be a little bit more quiet, a little more humble. Yeah. Take a a piece of that humble pie. uh, I really believe in the Bengals. But, you know, the Chiefs, they they definitely proved – the defensive portion correct. They played a great game all around. Um, and I'm just glad it was a good game. At least it wasn't like some sort of blowout either way. The Bengals ultimately lost because they got sloppy. 
And uh, they definitely showed that they're the less experienced team when it comes to these playoffs. The Chiefs were able to keep together and keep composed. And I think in the end, that's that's really what uh, kind of brought the Chiefs ahead of the Bengals. But it was a good game and could have gone either way in the end there. But the Bengals fumbled the bag. I think we're going to see these two teams for the next few years. Yeah, it's yep. gonna be a bloodbath for the next few years, man. Um, but what what I what I like that I saw out of that game was uh, obviously seeing the Chiefs, who I picked one, and that defense that really helped out a lot. I mean, they were really able to stop a really top offense uh, from really doing anything that they wanted. I mean, normally the Bengals can pretty much eat you alive and just uh, take over, but they really couldn't do that in that game, and that really helped out. That the that even like their corner, their number one corner was out. He got injured halfway through the game so i mean that's kind of incredible somebody somebody had to have stepped up and i i, I right. the defensive coordinator for um really well, they they uh they did exactly what was thought was going to be needed to win and when they put a bunch of pressure on joe burrow they were in his face all night and it, it showed when he, he threw those two picks like he had to make quick decisions and sometimes when you have t higgins down the field you'll just chuck that bitch up and hope he's there but you know it was Doesn't it was definitely the, the chiefs Nope. In my opinion, this definitely kind of, uh, knew what they were doing. This kind of seems to always happen with like the guy that they always try to the new and improved guy that the league's always pushing and stuff. Like back when in twenty twenty when Tom Brady won, they're all pushing Mahomes. You know, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy, and then gets beat by Tom Brady. Right now, it's you know Joe Burrow. Everybody's Joe Shiesty. Oh, he's so he's got a cigar in his mouth. It's like, come on, man, just stop overhyping this guy and then he goes and plays he overplays Patrick Mahomes and he humbled him like Bert said he hum ate that humble pie which which is gonna push him to push harder next year I mean he was this close last year to winning and then he was a little bit further away this year so hopefully he doesn't lose in the um in the divisional round divisional hopefully, next year yeah. we're gonna start to see some regression here like oh shit going back yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. uh but I think they'll be back in the conference championship game next year. I wouldn't yeah. know anything Next year's their year. I mean, I think uh, Tim Higgins is up for contract. Joe Joe Shiesty will be looking for a big paycheck pretty soon. Yeah. So I think yep. next year's their last little chance to keep the squad together and make it big or go home. Yeah. Hey, noteworthy, Joe Mixon did get his charges dropped. Dismissed. Uh, is that why he declined so. my fantasy trade? Oh, wait, Joe Mixon, you said? Yeah, he got his, his oh. charges dropped. So he's not going to jail. <laughs> that would have um, sucked if he got arrested what? for the Super Bowl. Couldn't play if they won. That would have really sucked. Right. <laughs> but yeah, what were you saying about fancy trade? The one that you sent me earlier. Dude, you should. Oh, no, nah, like, dude. No, nah, dude. I want to talk about in this somewhere along this fucking trade you sent me earlier this week, Bert. What the fuck what? was that? No, don't even don't. What was that? You know what you sent me, dude. We'll talk about it after, but we'll get into these awards. Um, yeah. So we have uh, Super Bowl MVP. Now, it, obviously, we're just predicting here. Who do you think is going to step up and win the game? Who, who do you think is going to if you who you choose to win and who do you think the MVP is going to be? Okay. Eagles. Eagles. I know that man's uh, back is going to be hurting after this game. Jalen Hurts. That guy is the truth. He deserves it. He needs it. Um, I think he's the MVP of the league. Mm, big that, one. That, that's nah, big call there. If um, I could give it Bert, to the I offensive line, I'd give it to the offensive line. But Jalen Hurts. Big question, though. Big question. If, if, 
you had to choose one player. I think it's interesting to think about one player that's not the QB that could win MVP. Who do you think would do it? Super Bowl MVP or regular MVP? Yeah, yeah, Super Bowl MVP. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Or Miles Sanders, one of the two. Depends what kind of offensive scheme they go with. Um, that's if we're gonna break down the game. I'll save it for later. I'll tell you guys later. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I, uh, I'm going Chiefs, and it's really hard to not say Pat Mahomes. Um, yeah. I think it will be Patrick Mahomes, but if I had to choose someone who's not a quarterback, I think Travis Kelsey is most likely having a big game out there. Yeah, I totally agree. Those, those are my two for both scenarios. I think Travis Kelsey getting as many touches as he gets in a game, I just have no doubt that he's going to have at least 10 catches this this uh, Super Bowl. Um, and probably, I don't know, man. I mean, you can say, <laughs> you, you, you can say what you want, but I've he's been a top guy for a couple of years. All right, and let's even, get right into this. All right, I'm just saying, <laughs> Sauce Gardner is going to be all over this offense. I think – is Sauce Gardner? Get... Who are you talking about, Sauce Gardner? Are you talking about Darius Slay? Oh no, no, no! He's talking about uh, uh, Darius, Darius Slay. No, Chauncey, or James Chauncey, Bradbury. Chauncey Gardner. Chauncey I'm Gardner. Uh, I'm say Sauce I'm Gardner. Sorry. Are you predicting I'm a trade sorry. here? Um, no, I, I think Chauncey's going to be all over this offense. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be on the move majority of the game. If you look at their defensive line, I think I think the lowest amount of sacks is six this season. A couple of their guys that aren't big name pass rushers have nine, nine and a half sacks all over everyone's offensive line. You can say they haven't played a whole bunch of people, but they've played a bunch of good offensive lines uh, throughout the season. They got the best cornerback duo. Uh, I think uh, it depends. Spags is a good defense coordinator for Kansas City, um, so he knows where – the Eagles want to go, and that's going to be the run game. That's why I said I think Miles Sanders could be a non-MVP factor because you're yeah. looking at the number one offensive line in the league. I think Miles Sanders could have a big game. If he does, it's the Eagles' ball game. I think they're better playing ahead versus the Chiefs. Um, I think they could play below. They can play above versus the Eagles. They need to be ahead of the whole game, and I think they got it. And just running the ball. Um, and then also McDuffie is a rookie corner. He's a very good rookie, but I, who's going to cover A.J. Brown? And then if you got to cover A.J. Brown, who's going to cover Devontae Smith? Oh, yeah. And then Goddard. Who's going to cover those guys? There's a lot of weapons on that field. And the I'm Eagles gonna, definitely have the have the better weapons of the two teams. Uh, Trish, Chris Jones is going to have to be uh, locked up, but I think he's the only X factor that Kansas City has. Yep. Um. Yeah, no, I I think the Chiefs are gonna win this one. I don't. Um, I think kind of weapons kind of went out. Don't put your win. money on that. Well, I mean the, the the weapons thing was the same debate you had for the we had for the Bengals. I mean that was the, their biggest thing is weapons. They have weapons, and the Chiefs stopped. No, you're those thinking weapons. the wrong game. You said 49ers Eagles. So I'm saying wrong I'm saying, game, dude. No, no, I'm saying like when they. Okay, I got. I guess I kind of got them confused. Uh, when the Eagles the Eagles match our receivers. The, the the caliber of how good they are as a group kind of goes out the window with the Chiefs' performances against the Bengals uh, right, right, two right. weeks ago. So that, I mean, you could say, oh, they have weapons, but, I mean, 
uh, you don't know. You don't know if the Chiefs. What if the Chiefs do the same thing they did to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and fucking Tyler Boyd and all all those guys? You know what? There's a same. run game. We're looking at Jalen Hurts, MVP caliber quarterback. Mister, I've been slept on. Mister, I have a chip on my shoulder. I squat 500 pounds at Oklahoma. He can carry this team on his back. How many uh, offensive line? That's it. Miles Sanders. Somebody Google this. I don't know the exact answer, but how many sacks did the Eagles have versus the 49ers? Do you know? I'm just asking. I think that w- that would be a, a <laughs> I think that would be a good fact to talk about. Uh, I think if you're talking about their pressure, I mean, the four guys have a great defense, and a good way to analyze how good their pressure is is how they perform against the four ers I mean, kind of. It's kind of skewed not having their top quarterback at the time. I mean, they had Josh Johnson, and then they had to throw in somebody a few plays, so it's a little bit skewed. But at least you can get a basis of what to expect because the I think I saw Chiefs uh, have a great offense. Hassan Reddick. zero sacks. Sack. I'm sorry, zero had, sacks. They, see, zero sure? zero sacks for they real. Had a, they had a, zero sacks against Eagles. No, wrong, wrong no, way, no, man. No, wrong way. We're looking at Eagles. How many sacks did the Eagles have on the 49ers? I saw at least two. Yeah, I saw Hassan Reddick get two. There was quite a few. Uh, Here, well, I'll, I'll look it up. I think I, I know I saw one or two for sure on Josh Johnson. He for sure had some. Yeah, I remember the one where he almost got well, stripped Reddick at the same time. Well. But that's a thing. Like it's yeah. like is is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to sense pressure better than Josh Johnson? I don't I know. So. Not bum ankle. Let's not forget about that. Ah, that bum ankle didn't look pretty bum when he played the Bengals. I I don't know. We're playing a whole different defense. I mean, look, the Bengals defense is really good. Bengals defense, I think. Like I think the better. Bengals defense, uh, kind of better. I think no. I, I like them. I like them better than the Eagles. The, the Bengals defense is good, but there's no names on that defense. There's names on the Eagles offense. There's no names that the the that the Eagles played throughout the season. No names. The, I mean, the only teams that they played that were good were the Cowboys and the Vikings once. The Giants. That's a, that's Giants. a playoff Giants. team. Giants are not Cowboys good. Cowboys are a playoff team. Cowboys. Cowboys. I Wait, why are we talking about teams now? Why are we just talking about names on the defense? Oh, no, he just said – no, he said that they have names on their defense versus compared to the Bengals who don't. And, and I'm like, well, I said that – majority of the teams – They don't. They didn't play any teams that are big names. Like, they did, the only team they played the were the Vikings Cowboys. early on when they were hot. Week one. If you beat teams by 30 every single week, I think you're pretty good. No, offensively they're they're great. I think they're good, yeah, but defensively got, I think mm-hmm. I still don't know. I still don't know. This cornerback duo. This will prove. This will prove. Two weeks ago, the pass rush. Watch, Patrick Mahomes is going to be under duress, and he's not going to know where to throw it. Played against Juju's Josh Johnson. Be on the sideline making TikToks with his brother. Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, you, you played against Josh Johnson. The most That's a ballsy game. take right there. I'm telling you, they're going to be making TikToks, worrying about that. And what does the Eagles are going to be worried about winning the Super Bowl, tearing up the town? Patrick Mahomes is good at improvising. He's an improvised quarterback, so I don't care if you bring the whole team at his ass. He's finding somebody cross field, hitting him on a dime, most likely. You're so. a Tampa Bay fan. You saw what happens when he has a bunch of pressure. But we actually proved yeah. ourselves that year. We actually had a good defense and played hard why, teams. Why not the Eagles? Why not Philly? Because they didn't play nobody. If you're going to say that, if you beat a team by thirty all year, you, okay. you're 
You can beat the Texans really by well 30. Here, Congratulations, uh, Eagles the defense. Cowboys, they, they beat handsomely. They beat I, I just admitted that handsomely. they played the Cowboys, but I, I, I'm a doubter of the Cowboys. I don't think they're that good. So they you're, beat not the Giants, you're not convincing me of anything by saying that. Giants now. team in the playoffs. You guys, you guys can debate this all day. You're not going to change each other's minds. Okay, we'll see when the game comes around. Bert, you think the Philly Phillies defense is going to be able to Facts. blow up Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, Kobe, you think Patrick Mahomes will be able to run around? I'm just saying, yeah, if I had to put my money this. on Patrick Mahomes making a Patrick Mahomes play, I'm going to put my money there. I'm not going to put my well, money let's on. Put, right. Let's oh. make a bet right now, Kobe. I'll, I'll buy you dinner if uh, if the Eagles or if the Chiefs win. I'll buy you dinner. Vice versa. Deal? All right, deal. 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 Okay. Live up to that. All right, sounds good. So, Patrick Mahomes, you better not fuck me over. All right, so, league MVP. Now, who do you guys think league MVP should be? This is with quarterbacks and everything. Quarterbacks included. Mm. Jalen Hurts. Okay, Jalen Hurts. Justin, what about you? This is tough. Who 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 are your guys' top? Let me talk about this. Who's your top three? And I know Bert's number one. So who's your two and three, Bert? Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. I think it's kind of those three, but I think I have them in a different order. I think I have Joe Burrow two, Patrick Mahomes one, and Jalen Hurts three. Um, try to think of somebody else who is honorable mention. That uh, had a great. I'm ch- having an honorable. Geno Smith. Geno Smith is oh, in the top no. five for me. I, I go uh, Justin Jeff- Jefferson. I, now thinking about it, I probably would put Justin Jefferson three. That I guy had. A, I don't know. He had a stellar year. Mm. I have like two guys that like I want to put there, but Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. No, we can't hear you. Just had stellar years. Yeah. Yeah, they both had great years, and it's crazy that both of them are in the playoffs facing each other. So it's like, really, whoever wins this game is the MVP. Exactly. It's like a, it's like a perfect scenario. Justin, are you talking? No. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. You're just lagging a little bit. Okay. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I sound now? Great. Good. All right. Um. So my picks for MVP. I think it's got to be Pat Mahomes at one just because he was able to uh, do a lot all the, of the doubt little. that came. Yeah. All the doubt that came around him this year because uh, Tyreek Hill was gone. And I think he still proved everybody wrong in that aspect. He still able to win games. Chiefs were still, what were they? 13 and four. Um, and he still put up similar numbers to what he has been. Number two, I think we'll put Jalen Hurts there. As much as I don't want to, but he has been great this year, and he's been able to uh, win the Eagles some games. But uh, three is Joe Burrow, I think so. Joe Burrow got real hot at the end of the year there, um, and was able to keep his interception numbers down, a lot of touchdowns, so able to win some games down the stretch. I don't hear Dak Prescott's name talked about. What's up? What's up? Y'all don't. My like God, dude, he's not even top ten. <laughs> Uh, Dude, no. through, he, I said I the last the, episode I, I hated video him, the other so. day. I watched a video the other day of all of his interceptions this year. And, dude, he throws so many stupid picks. Like, yeah, he just does. chucking it right to There's a, a dude defender. that's open that he never sees, and he just forces that shit. It's so annoying. Yeah. 
I see. I just had Tony Pollard in leagues, and I'm literally screaming at the screen, like throw it to him. He, he's doing like a flat route across the left field, open. It's man coverage, open. Nobody's on him. He's standing in the end zone. He throws it across the middle. I don't know if he completed it or not, but it pissed me off, dude. I was like, are you kidding Who's me? Who's your guys' uh, uh, non-quarterback MVP choices? Tyreek Hill. Mm. I, I'm going Jefferson before I go Tyreek Hill. Oh, man. Tyreek Hill, I believe he was the whole – he was the engine that made the Dolphins move this year. He was a big he, impact. I'm not going to lie, he, he was. I agree, a, but I say the same thing about the Vikings. Without I, no, Justin I, Jefferson, who knows where they would have been. I, I mean, I just said earlier, I, I feel like Justin Jefferson would be MVP, so Tyreek Hill is kind of like countering that. But I, the more I, I think about it, Tyreek Hill is really the the main – because their offense didn't really change much besides the left tackle, new coach. But Tyreek Hill is the only new addition, and he was the major thing. He closed right. his eyes and just chucked it. I mean, give a little bit of props to Tua for actually getting in the ball, but Tyreek Hill, he, he was the whole team. And I really feel like if he comes back, he's just going to he's gonna continue to make greatness. There's no Tyreek Hill without Patrick Mahomes. He, like, crushed that, and then, you know, Patrick Mahomes obviously crushed it on his end as well. Yeah. Uh, I'd say, for me, one, Justin Jefferson. Um, two... I don't know. Um, I feel like it has to be Tyreek Hill. Like I do agree with that basis, that point that you made. Bullshit. Um, it's kind of shocking because I picked the Dolphins player to be considered an MVP. But I think two, or, or I mean three for me, I think would have to be uh, uh, Saquon. I think Saquon's up there. Um, and then I think not far behind him is probably Daniel Jones. <laughs> I mean, I know we're talking right. about we're talking Justin, about non-quarterback, team. but I think he should be considered like improvement player of the year. Okay, uh, I, I can agree with uh, that. Not MVP though. I I don't know. I'm just thinking of value guys that really turn their team around. I, that ha- shitty teams. Trevor Lawrence could be up there. ETN made a big step. I know. I'm just naming players that I think made really good impacts that we're just not thinking about. Just in case somebody like didn't think about. Oh yeah, he actually did have a good year. Um, Gino, Gino Smith. Okay, but we're not we're not talking defense at all. So I think I think Nick Bosa deserves a little throw in there for this. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, segment defense. Um, okay. Uh, and then I think my three is probably Tyreek Hill. I think I think it would go Jefferson. Bosa, Terry Kill. Trying to think of a defensive guy. I, I don't know about Bosa. I mean, I don't want to overrate him, but Sauce Gardner had a crazy year. Crazy True. rookie year. Yeah, he did have a good year. That's another guy that I think defensive rookie of the year, it's him. Um, oh, for, all the way. I see Pepsi for, for AFC. is uh, Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you say? He said Aiden Hutchinson won defensive Pepsi like rookie of the year. Oh, oh, really? Just giving it, just giving it away. I, I think he was the third best, but I think he was team. really good and underrated in run stopping. He was very good in the in the run defense. His pass rushing 
wasn't very very much there. But his run defense, he was really able to make a presence, and he was kind of like your, uh, um, who do I want to say? He's just your guy that kind of motivates the team in the way where he's just playing aggressive the whole time. So I, I think I did like him in the in the run defense. Pass rush, he could be a little better. Okay, so who do you guys think is rookie of the year for um, out of all the rookies? Who do you think is rookie of the year? For offense, for offense. Offense, um, Garrett Wilson. Okay. Eleven hundred yards is. Okay. I like it. He's my who number did, two. Who who did Bert say? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. That's a that's a different choice than I've heard on like from different people. Um, what was it? Eight and zero, nine and zero. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not you look a big... unbelievable. You are, you're, I mean, you're really helping the team get to the playoffs with the situation that's going on. I'm just saying, I think Brock Purdy definitely deserves it. Garrett Wilson had a good season. I would have said probably Brees Hall early on. Yeah, if he stayed, he was definitely number one if he yeah. didn't get hurt. Kenneth Walker, I mean, honorable mention. Like those Damian Pierce really did really pretty well. good. I'm just saying, Brock, Brock Purdy is – you can't go 9-0, go in the playoffs, look dominant, and not be the rookie of the year. It's unbelievable. I think I think Garrett Wilson is just very impressive in the fact that he had 1,100 yards in his rookie season, started off really hot with Joe Flacco, but he had, like, I think five separate times where his quarterback was changed, and he was still able to put up 1,100 yards – with yeah, that offense that was in and out in the class, yeah, Chris Olave looked pretty good also. Oh man, my Buckeyes—they look good this year. And oh we yeah, still went with Drake London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a little disappointing, but <laughs> right, he really be good. upset. He, he looked bright. I think all the rookies that came out—at least those four guys right there—or um, those three guys. Yeah, those three I, guys. I'm sorry. Those three guys look—they look pretty good for rookies. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, I think Garrett Wilson for me is two. I think, um, Kenneth Walker three. My number one, I'm going with my guy Damian Pierce. And then uh, mm-hmm. four. four. Dick riding. Yeah. <laughs> he said he had great he had great numbers being on, on an awful team, so it's just like it, to me that just stands out a little bit. I don't you know. even think he was the best run. I think Brees Hall being injured most of the season is still well, Brees Hall, two out of running. Brees back. Hall didn't play more of the season than Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce got hurt at the end of the season, but he still was able to produce a lot, almost a thousand yards. He was at like nine hundred and fifty something. So and he missed all the four games. He definitely would have gotten past i think 1200 y- total yards missing those four games what's his what's his uh, uh yards per carry do you have that up um yards per carry is 4.3 it's not bad it's middle of the pack that, for that's, back anyway. that's average he had four touchdowns but i mean do you i don't really expect him to score touchdowns on the texans like they have one of the worst offensive lines and between right, him and right. ken walker they kind of played the same similar i think he's in a worse spot so i'd give him the upper hand as far as if it was an equal like if they were saying oh i don't know who to go i think i'd go him 
because he doesn't have a quarterback really at all. Geno Smith really stepped up and has a threat of the run or a threat of the pass, which really helps you out running. Or if you're Damian Pierce, they're like, fuck Davis Mills. I'm just going to, you know, run you. And they had Kyle Allen start throughout the season too. So it's like he kind of had to put a lot on his shoulders and did well. I mean, he almost had a thousand yards and missed four games. So he definitely would have had over a thousand yards. Um, but he just missed it by like 50 something, 50 something yards. That's like a game. So, um, I think he definitely would have done better, uh, if he played the full season. I forget what the injury was. Uh, it's not telling me, oh, it's ankle. I mean, it's not, it's not serious. So it's ankle, but Damien or Breesy Hall had a major injury, which is why I kind of put him at four, I think. And Gary Wilson did step up, is also on a crappy team, but, um, I'd have to give, I got, and I don't even have Brock Purdy really. And I think in my top five, or maybe he might be five. Yeah, I think it's sleeping on Chris Olave. Golly, <laughs> there was a lot of good rookies this year, offensively. Uh, yeah, offensively and defensively. Uh, I mean, offensively, and the reason why I just, I always, like, I just don't know about Brock Purdy, man. I, I really don't. He didn't, he didn't really impress me a lot. Um, so. What about, uh, what about our defensive rookie? What do you guys, do you guys have one? Um, Sauce Gardner. I think it's easy. It goes one Sauce Gardner, two Tariq Woolen, and then you got all the pass rushers behind that. So you have like um, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson. Um, there was I think uh, those guys were pretty quiet until like the end of. They the were, year. yeah. Sauce Gardner was consistently good. He's covering yeah. Stephon Diggs every single week. Rookie, I think he was an All Pro this year. Yeah, he was as a rookie. Yeah, he's, he's literally on an island. He definitely stepped up, and he wasn't even the first corners taken off the board, which is unfortunate. Which honestly, I, know, I think he's kind of—I think he's happy about it. Yeah, I'd rather play for the Jets than the Texans. Chip. It's like—it's like Dev. I mean, I don't know. It's like Sophia's Sophie's choice right there, but I think right. I would pick the Jets over the Texans. Yeah, me too. I think they have a better core. Yeah, what I like think I agree with that defense. Yeah, I think mine's Sauce Gardner. I think I like him for what he was able to do and with that defense. Um, two, I'd probably have Kayvon Thibodeau. I think he made a real impact on that defensive line for um, the Giants. Uh, and like we talked about earlier about Aiden Hutchinson, him being a kind of one-dimensional uh, pass rusher, like as far as just really not really a pass rusher. He's really a run stopper. Um, so I think I agree with all three of those in order. Um, I can't really think of anything. Anybody else that made a secret a little um... – Tariq Woolen is, is majorly surprised me. That – I think he – round pick, I believe? Yes. Yes. Or sixth. And he got – I think he had, what, like seven, six picks in his he rookie year? for a while, yeah. Yeah. He looked great. And he's fast. He's 6'4", and I think he ran a 4'3-something. Like, dude's big and fast. He's like – your prototypical CB one. I think the I think the Seahawks are gonna love him for a while. Yeah. Um. All right. So next next is coach of the year. Now we can go by conference, or we can just do who do you think is the most deserving coach. Uh, Bert, you can go whichever one you want to do. If you want to do both. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with one. Kyle Shanahan. Um. Seems like Forty Niners a lot this year and. Well, Kyle Shanahan, I think, is the number one coach in the league. 
I think hands down he is the best. Uh, when you have three quarterbacks go down and make them all look pretty good throughout the season, kind of keep that mentality. I mean, yes, he does have a loaded roster, but you have to remember those guys were not first-round picks that are on his team. He developed those guys. They're third, fourth-round picks. I mean, I think that shows. Um, you look at his coaching tree. I mean, just this year, uh, D'Amico, he's the head coach. So he definitely um, – he, he develops not only his coaches, but his staff, his players. Yeah. No, I, I think I agree with, with what you said. Um, All around. But um, – Okay. Why is it saying he's muted? It won't let me. It won't let me. Uh, am I back? Oh, you're back now. It says you muted me, man. Oh, it's because. Oh, do you have your fan you on? Distracted. <laughs> no. Do you have your fan on? No. Your mic's making this like weird, like like it's going like, like it's making that like weird knocking sound every time. <laughs> Does it still sound like that? Yeah, you hear it, Bert? Am I the only, only one? No, you're the only one. I hear, like, every time I hear, like, a, it goes, like, every time you move. I don't know if it's, like, movement. Oh, yeah, it's the movement. I thought you had a fan on because it sounded like maybe it was moving your fan. Or whatever it is, maybe your mic's just, like, it moves a little bit in the in the whole, in the thing. What about but, now? Yeah, it's not making it now. It's just when, when you move your head. Oh, I didn't make it there, but it was. Okay, good. I fixed it. I fixed it. Okay. All right. Uh, All right, so Coach of the Year. Where were we at? Bert was at. Do you want to do it again, Bert? Start over? No, man. All right, so right, coach of the year, start. Kyle Shanahan, I think hands down, he developed his his team. He's developed his coaches. I mean, D'Amico Ryans is a first-time defense coordinator. He has a head coaching job. I mean, that's a little piece of it. Then you look at the players. Those players are very talented, but those guys are not first-round pick guys. I mean, they're in third, fourth, fifth, all the way through. Um, definitely going down with three quarterbacks all year, making them all look very good. Um, and honestly, they had probably the number one team for majority of the season. But yeah, you know. I like to I like to pick. Um, usually for coach of the year, I like to choose a coach that kind of took an already bad team this year and kind of brought them up. So my picks, I'm just going to go for each conference. Um, AFC is going to be Doug Peterson. He completely turned that team around from the nightmare that Urban Meyer was. Um, and then Dan Campbell. I think they, the Lions completely exceeded expectations this year. And um, I think he's really good at keeping his guys motivated and keeping them hungry, which is why they were so good. They don't even have the talent to perform the way they did, beating pretty good teams. And I think they I think it shows that Dan Campbell is actually a pretty talented coach. Is it him or is it his offensive coordinator? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I, I think I like what we're Bert went with it. If we're talking about bet like off coach of the year, like best coach, I think Kyle Shanahan Kyle Shanahan's up there. I think I would go Andy Reid just because he made it to the to the Super Bowl and he also is very consistent of a coach, you know, that had like everybody was downing him in the beginning of the year that they would even be good. Uh, I, I would put him one, Kyle Shanahan two, 
just for the same reasons that I think they're the top coaches right now. Uh, Bill Belichick is up there, but he's kind of fell and Sean McVay. Well, that is what I'm saying for the year. I'm saying those are normal guys that you would say are good, but they're not in the running this year. So I'd go Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan. And then if I would kind of turn it a little bit and go towards the, like he said, teams that coaches that really changed a teams. So I'd go first. I think I had a worse team and I think it's a giant. So I'd go dabble uh, three and then I'd go Peterson. I, I might put Dan Campbell up there. Um, but maybe at five for really turn. Yeah. pretty good as well. I mean, but the thing about I think Dan Campbell's like he's he's. I mean, even though he they're winning, either I had a they finished nine and eight, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I think they finished with a winning record. But the things like he's kind of if you think about it, he might be in the hot seat because if you have first year coaches like Doug Peterson on their first year, not first year coaching, but first year on their teams making it into the playoffs and you've been there for a few seasons they're starting to get impatient you know like teams that were not supposed to make the playoffs a lot of a lot more did than normal in this year than than i think in the last couple seasons so he realized though that the the lions have been historically bad and i think they just had like their first winning season well the jacks do jacks do have been historically bad i mean they joined 1995 and never won anything i think i know but the jags were at least decent a few years ago well, that's from years saying. ago. They were good. I, I I consider the the Lions last year decent. I I expect him to make playoffs if he's progressively getting a little bit better. But he didn't even make playoffs, so it's really tough. To I, see. He I mean, he's doing good. He's doing yeah, he he's doing good. I but say I he's on the hot seat though. I I'm, I mean, I don't know. It's like if you just get to the playoffs, it's all. I think that's what the fan base wants is just get in the playoffs. Just. Be ten, win ten games, make the playoffs. Be like the Jags and get in. Be like the fucking uh, Giants and get in. We we got to find a way to get in. And if they, to be know, fair, the Lions and the Giants and the Jags all have the same amount of wins. The Giants and Jags just got lucky. I'm, but really, if you're an owner, you're not looking for excuses. You're, you're like, I need results. I am. I'm looking for excuses. I mean, he he may need a change of scenery to go somewhere else and then go to the playoffs. But you know, if you're an no. owner, if you have you're uh, looking for wins and you have another guy coming up that you think can replace him do better, even though he's been doing a great job, he's just not doing, he can't get to the next level, which is what that team really needs. And I think they can, I think they really can make the playoffs. They just need to do better this off season, get some people, draft some people, and they really need to hit hard on free agency. I think they need to add in a couple, couple key uh, positions and get into yeah, the playoffs. Side, yeah. I think if they go do terrible next year, I think he's going to be gone. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. he'll be gone next year as well. So I'm saying, next year's their big opening. Um, I mean, we don't even know if Rodgers is going to play for the Packers. The Bears are going to be the Bears. The Vikings should have a down year. I mean, how can you have 11 comebacks in the year and then the next year be really good? I just don't see that happening. Yeah, so I mean, their 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 division's crumbling. So it's not. It's going to be where there's going to be a chance for the Lions to be on the top end now, of that. If they division. don't make it next year, I can agree. Yeah, you should well, be that, on but he's Well, that's what I'm saying. I would say he's not. Th- nobody's thinking about it. But I'm I'm predicting kind of the future where he starts losing some games, and they're like, okay, we need to do something because we have a good team. We're just not winning. We need to change shit up, and they're going to instantly go. To I would head. argue they don't really have a good team. But like they don't have a great roster. I know, but they're not have discussing first. probably the real coach of the year, the Eagles coach. <laughs> like, Shut I, up. I, he's, he's I, don't think I hate him. I think I he sucks. He's sick. 
Uh, he might be uh, five minutes for me. Is it Sarki? No, it's not Sark. Sirianni. 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 Yeah, I, I definitely – I think overall he might end up winning, but I think Kyle Shanahan definitely deserves it I don't like year. him. I, too easy of a schedule to really – make me want to vote but it is a popularity contest a lot of these awards so it seems by 30 i think you definitely have your name in the hat though but you're not beating but, good teams by 30 worry. we have dinner on it okay but i'm just saying i when you, you're not beating good teams it's really hard for me i will to say win. at the nfl same level, thing with Sh- shanahan he did not have a hard season so what that's why at the nfl like, level be, beating any team by 30 and at the nfl level is impressive because they're all nfl athletes that got drafted, and were great. So I know it's not great teams that you're beating, but it is still impressive if they're, if they're beating just crushing teams. But they did have their weak games. So I, I don't think Sirion is coach of the year. But He didn't really have to – it wasn't a sweatful, it wasn't a sweatful season for him. He just literally had to show up and coach some really good players. And, I mean, he yeah. built a good team around him. So, I mean, it was pretty easy for him, I think. I mean, fuck, your defense can sack and intercept and – fucking score points and then your offense is like all right you know we just have to do a couple drives and then we win the game so yeah it was an easy guys, i have a question who do you guys think the comeback player of the year would be Gino smith uh gino's up there i would say gino's one for me because he made playoffs that's really important to me uh two i would say trevor lawrence three i I would what are say they coming back from guys. Come on, Geno Smith from being on the bench. Comeback player is supposed to be someone. Oh, that I don't want to hear your bullshit. I just Saquon remember from Barkley a year ago. All the way, he was injured with a low ankle sprain. He's Saquon been injured, bro. He's been injured oh, he's for a couple of seasons. He actually came out of an injury, had a full time season. His back was hurting the whole year from carrying the team. Yeah, I would say he's he's up there. But I think being a quarterback is a little bit more pressure. Like Trevor oh, Lawrence, no. I remember a year ago, people were saying he's not good. You know, they should just, you know, that Urban Meyer year, they were saying, you know, he's not that guy. There are many people doubting it. But now look at him. He's like fucking killing it now. Now I he's got. I don't think anyone doubted Tre- Trevor Lawrence. No I remember clearly him. having conversations with people and them not thinking that that team's really going to go anywhere. And look at him. They made the playoffs. So bringing that team, which I, another team that I don't think should make playoffs, and they did. So that's a comeback. I don't think they should have made playoffs, but they did. So that's a comeback. And being a quarterback, you have the most at risk for a team. You're if you win, you really you don't really get the credit. But if you lose, that's you get all the blame. Comeback player of the year. I definitely you gotta come back from. I'm going quarterback. I go quarterbacks first because they're the most. They get they get the most risk. They get the most heat, and they get the most blame. So I, I would even say Christian McCaffrey second. Comeback player of the year. He was kind of what? He's injured last year. Ah, uh, I don't know. I, he's up there. I, he's up there. But I think there was other players that did a, had a better, better comeback story. He had poor choices. It was not poor choices. I oh, think poor choices. No, I just like I said, dude. I I, I think there's other people that really could have benefited or not benefited that have a better case for the season. And you're not wrong. I mean, all these players deserve it. But it's like it's. You're determining uh, who. Look, I was very slim on who I was picking. I was only picking one coach of the year. I, I know, really... but it's like when you think about the league as a whole, and you're like, man, Chino Smith came up. I mean, there's a lot of exciting players, but all right. When I think of definition of comeback player of the year, like definitely Gino is number two. Ideally, who's number one? Saquon for sure. 
Okay, so you got Saquon. He, he okay. was the whole identity of the team. Like, when in doubt, give it to Saquon. It was kind of their motto this year. Yeah, but also came back Dabble kind of had a lot to do with that, too, making Daniel Jones a threat. And, it, and honestly, I, I kind of like double-ended what I said four weeks ago, about a month ago, when the playoffs started, saying Dayball was going to be the coach of the year. And then I went and did Kyle Shanahan. So I, I don't know. Like I, I definitely think Dayball's – but look at it, what he's done in, for Buffalo. There was no run game in Buffalo with Dayball. Yeah. Dayball did really well and just kind of put the team on Saquon's back. I think Saquon made Daniel Jones a richer man this year. He definitely helped. They helped each other out. They helped each other out. What Daniel Jones was able to do with his legs as well really helped the team. I think they 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 helped each other out as far as contract, as far as you know, doubt and stuff like that. They they complement each other well this year. It made playoffs, which is I mean, very important. I think Dayball is really smart. He actually put two coordinators that are like really phenomenal throughout the league as his coordinators. They've been building up the defense slowly and surely through the draft, through free agency. They finally got a right tackle. I mean, he didn't play so hot, but played decent. Um, yeah. And then just really fed Saquon. Like Dayball was very smart of doing that, but Saquon could have been hurt again. He played through everything. He knew it was a contract year. I just hope he stays healthy. Because do you remember the hype of him coming out of college? Yeah, yeah, it was big. Oh my gosh, he was about to be the next Barry Sanders, and I really think he could probably still be that. Probably not the same kind of legacy, but yeah, he's very got similar. He's got the he could have the crazy year type stats, you know. So I agree. I mean, it's like I said, it's hard to determine who's more deserving. Um, so I. I I, I didn't grow up on Reggie Bush. I grew up on Saquon. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's all the all the awards that we went through today. And uh, next week we'll try to involve uh, Chase a little bit more, see if he wants to get in on this. But I think that's all I have, unless you have anything else you want to add, any closing arguments. Where do you think uh, Derek Carr is going to go? Oh, Derek Carr. Um. Uh, Saints, Saints. I'm gonna say Saints. I really don't want him to go to the Saints, but I think I, I would. He'd go to Saints. I don't think he'd go to the Bucks. I don't think he'd go to the Bucks or Panthers. I don't think he'd go to the Panthers. I think the Bucks are second, and they may have a, a foot in the door because of how good their team is and they're what they're just missing a quarterback because they just missed Tom Brady. Um, I think he. I think he's. Uh, those are the two places. One Saints, two. Uh, Bucks. I think he's going to go to the NFC South somewhere. I would say the same, but I think my two is going to be the Jets. You think? Oh, do you think he's going to the Jets? That one. I mean, what sucks is I the. I mean, sec- I think that's his second choice, and I think that's the Jets' second choice. I I think they might have the money to pay him, but the thing is, is when you're going, you got. They think a lot well, more. They, well, they think about financially, but they take like they they're they're income is 50%. So whatever contract they sign, 50% of that shit's getting taken by the state. So when you're going to Florida, when you're going to Florida and there's low income tax, uh it's kind of a benefit. You get to keep more he money. Lives in, he lives in California now. Or he lived in California. I think he lives in I mean he might have a he lives, house. He's a California guy. Oh, I know, but you, you just because you have a house there doesn't that's not where your address is. You could put your address in a different state and then have lower income taxes because you have a house there. So it, family's from Cali, so I, I, but I understand what you're saying. 
I don't know if Derek Carr is messing with the, the government, but <laughs> I, I think the Raiders have no choice to cut him unless if someone really wants Derek Carr, but his contract You think he's going to get cut, not traded? Yeah, I think he's going to get cut. You think he might do a, do they do sign in trades in the NFL? Do they do that? Or is that, is that only bad? Like where they they sign him and then immediately trade him away as soon as he. Signed. I mean, technically you could do that, but I, I think that's I more basketball. It, For some reason, I think like I thought a lot. I I yeah, I think they're gonna cut him. I think they're gonna cut him. I I, I doubt they're gonna get anybody because just the way he's been talking. The only, yeah, the only way I could see the the Raiders trading him, and I mean they'll have to get like at least a second round third round if they just want some kind of comp like some kind of something and someone really wants their car which i do think there's a market out there for them yeah 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 there's there's teams the whole nfc south needs a quarterback so it's like you can go anywhere and then the jets need one um trying to think the texans need one but he's not going there um colts i don't think the colts go with another veteran no. I think the only way the Jets will jump and trade or try to get after them is if they hear Aaron Rodgers is not wanting to go there. I think that's the only, and then they still have Jimmy G in the back burner. I think that Jimmy G would be very popular for the Jets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, the Jets need somebody. They got a splurge. They got to get somebody. So I, I, I do think the Jets. A win now. Win yeah. Now. That. Yeah. They need the. They have momentum from their performance this year, and then they, they really need to pick up on this off season. Get somebody big in this off season. I don't think they're going to trade up for a pick. I don't think they're going to try to get a rookie. I think they need a veteran that's going to come in and really shake things up. And that could be Derek Carr. It could. Be, you never know. Some crazy shit with Lamar might happen. I don't know. Oh, we'll I see. They franchise tagged him. Yeah, but you know, you never know. You might see a blockbuster trade, Lamar Jackson going fucking somewhere. But I doubt it. Hopefully I doubt Atlanta, it. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, your offense wouldn't change that much with him behind uh, center. So, nope. He they kind of run like a little thing with Mariota like that, but not as much. Obviously, you're gonna you have to run the ball with Lamar more. So, <sighs> other than that, um, I think that's it. I think I'm I'm good to go. I'm good to go as well. All right, y'all. Appreciate you guys coming on the podcast and listening. We'll see you guys on the next one.